Do you know how I ended up coming to the Mount? I was a senior about to graduate from the University of Dallas studying philosophy and English literature. A priest friend of mine suggested that I ask my bishop to study theology in Rome at the North American College. But the bishop said he didn't want to send me to Rome by myself. He would like to send two guys instead of just one. But surprisingly, he offered to send me anywhere in the United States I wanted to go. I consulted professors and priests at the University of Dallas about which seminaries I should choose. One of those professors I spoke to was Dr. Janet Smith. And they universally recommended three seminaries in the entire country. Mount St. Mary's in Emmitsburg, St. Charles Borromeo in Philadelphia, and St. Joseph's in New York. When I mentioned those places to my bishop, he said I should go to the Mount because it did not belong to a certain diocese or archdiocese. And therefore, there would be a diversity of men from all over the country. And by the way, I am the first seminarian to study here from the Diocese of Little Rock. And I am the last seminarian to have studied here <laughs> from that diocese. I don't know if that says more about me or about the Mount. But what I discovered at the Mount was not only a beautiful diversity of men, but also a deep unity that blossomed precisely because of the diversity. Last night, I was eating pizza and talking to guys here at the Mount today from all over the country and even all over the world. I met men from Baltimore, of course, but also from Fargo. It always makes me think of that TV show. Trenton, Peoria. One guy from Colorado Springs who was also in the military archdiocese. From Hartford, from Norwich, from Burlington, from Ogdensburg, from Lincoln. One guy I met from Harrisburg who asked if my retreat talks were ready yet. Smart Alec. <laughs> I replied, I'll, I'll try to think of something. From Washington, D.C. And even two Indian guys studying for the vicariate of the UAE, although they're not really Indian or even Arabian or even studying for a real diocese. <laughs> Who let those guys in here? One of the real strengths of the Mount, as my bishop astutely noticed, is our diversity that creates a real bond of brotherhood. Because there is no dominant diocese, everyone is welcome. Everyone is, in a sense, equal. Even some strange seminarian from Little Rock can find a home here. In the Gospel today, Jesus calls his first apostles, fishermen from Galilee, Simon and Andrew, James and John. But not all the apostles would be fishermen or even from Galilee. One would be a tax collector. Another would be a zealot. 
Another, a skeptic named Nathaniel. Another would be a doubter named Thomas. James the Less would eventually become the first bishop of Jerusalem. Both Bartholomew and Thomas would evangelize India. And the youngest of the apostles would lean on the breast of Jesus at the Last Supper and would write the most sublime texts of the New Testament. In other words, our Lord called a very diverse group of men to be his apostles. And their very diversity forged a deep unity among them. Indeed, they are called the College of Apostles to denote that closeness. The original band of brothers. In that sense, they were a lot like the seminarians of the Mount. Because there was no dominant group among them, all were welcome, all accepted, all gave their gifts for the good of the church. If Jesus were to start a seminary today, it would be called Mount St. Mary's. You know, another big blessing of the rich diversity of the Mount is how much you learn from each other, as well as from your priests and your professors. Have you noticed this? You form one another. Let me tell you about some of the classmates that I had from 1991 to 1996 and how they formed me while I was here at the Mount. One guy was from Arlington, Virginia. His name was Father Ron Escalante. He had developed a knack for knowing and remembering people's names. And he tried to teach me, but I could never remember the process. If you are from Arlington and you've met Father Escalante, I bet he remembers your name. Father Larry Neese was from Atlanta. He was a huge pro-life advocate. He would gather several seminarians together every Saturday morning, and we would drive to nearby towns and pray the rosary in front of the abortion clinic. He taught me the evil of abortion. Father Carlos Viego from Newark read the entire Summa of St. Thomas in Latin and said that if you don't read it in Latin, you don't know anything. <laughs> Father Jeff Walsh from Harrisburg and I were playing, praying daytime prayer one day, and we were late for an intramural basketball game. He said that we could skip the glory bees if they came in between the same psalm. I wasn't so sure that was right, but he became a bishop, so I guess he was right. <laughs> in so many ways, I feel a deep bond with the men of the Mount, precisely because our diversity forged a profound unity, not unlike the Apostolic College. Brothers, I hope you learn a lot from each other, and I hope you teach each other a lot. But most especially, I hope you learn and teach the things that last, the things that matter in the end. Praised be Jesus Christ.